0: You are listening to the Red Roots podcast.
1: Good morning. Good morning. Good
2: morning. Good morning.
1: Good morning. So, <laughs> so we talked last week about politics. We had our elections yesterday. Uh, yesterday was a kind of a crazy day we didn't have um, no you can't have any type of um, I was gonna say reunions but um, that's what it is in Spanish is reunión we can't you can't have any meetings you can't have uh, any like formal meetings of any organizations or anything so obviously you can't have church service so we did not have church service we all went and vote you walk there's no cars there's no anything so we walked and we voted everyone except for Simon uh, we made our voices heard. because Simon doesn't care about Bolivian politics. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it's, uh, he's what kind of you're on a visa and stuff like that, so it's yeah. a little bit different. You can vote, but you just got here right when it was time to register and stuff. So we'll get you in the next one. Yeah. Uh, so we went to vote, and um, yeah, so we voted, and then we came. We came home, and we had lunch together, right? And, and our, our little, basically, our leaders from our church had lunch together, and. Uh, we waited for the results at night. So, here are the results. <laughs> Who won the election? Is we just have no idea. <laughs> like we, it, it's a disaster. It's an absolute disaster. The um, we were watching the results. <laughs> it's it's funny because it's so ridiculous. We were watching the results show last night and. Um, it was showing that so the two top candidates are Evo Morales. Evo Morales is he's been the president for 13 years, um, on a two-term limit. You can do the math and figure it out. Anyways, uh, and then there's Carlos. Car, uh, I'm trying to say it in like, English. Carlos Mesa, Charles Table, as they call him. Mm-hmm. But Car, <laughs> Carlos Mesa is uh, is was the other one, and so uh, it showed Evo Morales winning by maybe like five points um, the whole night. So the, you have to get to either 51% majority vote, 50, even, I think maybe even 50.1 or whatever, you know, you have to get the majority vote. Or if you're under 50%, then you have to win by 10%. So if it's like, for instance, if there's, by the way, there's eight or nine candidates. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine candidates. So, you know, if they were all popular, you could split some of the votes or whatever. But if somebody had 30 percent and the next one had 20 percent, the next one behind them, then the 30 percent wins. Mm. So it's basically from my understanding, it's 10 percent or 51 percent or something. That's my the information I have. Anyways, so because Evo Morales didn't make it to 50 percent or 51 or whatever, and he was only up by three or four points, they were saying it's going to. A second what is it called a runoff so a runoff uh, is scheduled or is not scheduled we don't know for <laughs> December 15th will be the runoff between the top two candidates which really anyways is different I'm not gonna get into that um, <laughs> but the top two candidates will go into a runoff on December 15th however <laughs> last night like it just uh, the evil morales declared himself the winner essentially and uh, everything just went south from there um, They started finding these supposed Again this is all alleged right Even though there's video it's still alleged We don't know for sure But the ballot, empty ballot boxes From where things have been manipulated And these like they were going to tra- trade out The ballot or I'm sorry full ballot boxes And then there was some that were empty And they were tra- changing different stuff out Basically cheating And so uh, basically the The Bolivian citizen Has Obviously and and uh, justifiably, got has been furious uh, last night and this morning. It's it's been somewhat chaotic as far as the information that comes out. But now I'm um, right now I am on. So remember I said, Evan Morales, what was he at?" And you saw it.
0: What forty three percent?
1: Forty three percent and and Carlos Mesa was thirty eight point seven yeah, or something like that, right? Something, yeah. And so he was a five percent base, four yeah. and a half ish, five percent. So but now I'm looking at the ones that do the electoral electoral I'm reading it in Spanish and trying to say it in English. Anyways, they yeah, the official Bolivian organization that does the counts it. they have Carlos Mesa at 47.05% right now and Evo Morales at 37.41%. So <laughs> who do I believe? <laughs> I I I don't know. And so there's a lot of arguing going on right now. There's a lot of confusion. A lot of frustration, because it does go back to um, the fact that this shouldn't be happening in the first place. And Anyways, we talked about it last week, so I'm not going to re-get into that. But, there's a lot of frustration right now. There's a lot of confusion. People don't know what's going on. They feel deceived and uh, feel cheated. And this is what a lot of people said that they saw coming anyways. And then we got the numbers last night, and then we're getting numbers (laughs) that are completely different today. And I just think no one really knows what's going on. I mean... We have no idea. Who is? I think the only thing that people are saying is that there will be a runoff. But this morning, Carlos—I mean, they're, supposedly they're counting votes now, so the numbers are changing right now. So Carlos Mass is at forty-six point nine six percent now, just um, so going down. Anyways, that, I guess people are sure there's going to be a runoff on December fifteenth. I think that's yeah, the it's most likely, isn't it? Yeah, it's the most likely scenario. I guess we could say. So continue to pray for us. Pray for peace in these days. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. I think over the next month and a half, it's month and a half ish, almost two months, pretty much, right? Yeah, two months basically. For a, a week short of two months. So yeah, or two months. Yeah, so <laughs> doesn't really matter. But these next two months are gonna be crazy. There's gonna be a lot of of um, arguing and you know, I don't know, rock throwing and backstabbing and front stabbing and you know. It's gonna get nasty, cause you know uh, yeah. they're both gonna claw for the presidency. Mm-hmm. As it's a head to head now. It's a head to head, and so, um, so that's where we're at now, and uh, and uh, so I don't know. Keep us in your prayer and keep praying for us and stuff, and making sure that uh, I don't know, just make sure that everything comes out the way that it should come out. I don't even know what that means, but uh, yeah, keep us in your prayer and just, um, yeah, for peace, for unity, not uniformity, but unity, Um, and just pray for the church to step up. The church has been somewhat disappointing in this whole process. I'm not going to get into that either, but it's been very disappointing to see, I don't know, some of the actions or lack thereof or whatever you want to say of the church or just somewhat ignorant in some things too. So, I don't know, just pray that the church can be Christ-centered and God-glorifying and and just wise too like that, wisdom goes along <laughs> wisdom goes a long way and um, but as of right now the church is not showing or practicing that so keep us in your prayers with all that stuff i wanted to give you an update at the beginning because it's something we talked about at length last week and we've actually been talking about it the past for the past 2 months probably we've probably mentioned it at some point cuz it's something it's super important and i know for a lot of people if if you're listening to this in english then you probably live in the united states or in the uk or somewhere like that um it's very hard to comprehend like how big of a deal this is, even though you know almost every country in the world is in a big what's like kind of somewhat of a um uh, crisis right now as far as politically but just the, the i don't know the the weight that's on this election is very is a very heavy one it's a very big one, and there's a lot of stake so it's hard to comprehend like I said if you're not I was telling my mom yesterday had I not gone on emissions, I just would never had I not lived here, I would never have understood like how heavy and how big of a deal this is. But it's a really big deal. Um, you just gotta believe me, I guess. But <laughs> but it's a big deal. So keep us in your prayer with that. And um, yeah, so we'll keep you updated though. December fifteenth is the day, and uh, yeah, maybe we'll have a new president December sixteenth, or seventeenth,
0: or eighteenth.
1: Yeah. yeah, or two thousand twenty-five, or yeah. Or never, we'll see. Um, yeah. So, anyways, how's everything been with you guys?
2: Good, <laughs> Simon. <laughs> Simon got me this time. Um, things have been well. Uh, just busy with the girls and um, house stuff. I'm kind of tired this morning. <laughs> Sorry. And um, I mean the normal, normal weekly schedule. Just. Staying um, faithful in that as far as the the um, graphic design classes and the um, worship uh, ministry work and help. So those are main. Bless you, mentioned. Simon. God bless you. My main two focuses. So, I mean, it's going it's going well.
1: Good. The girls are coming up on their summer vacation. No, end of November is their last day of school. November 30th or something like that. So they'll be out of school for two months, all of December and all of January. So it'll be sleepover city <laughs> with Claudia, Rudy's little brother, little sister, and uh, and the girls. They always have sleepovers, and literally always have sleepover every weekend, every chance they can get. Mm-hmm. So it'll be sleepover city this summer. You know what stinks about the school year here is that <laughs> their summer coincides with rainy season. <laughs> so. <laughs> So it's just muddy all summer, like all summer long. I have great memories of summer, being outside and playing all day long and running through the park and stuff like that. And, you know, playing basketball in the sun and you're going to the pool. And here it's just rains and mud and mud and rain and, yeah, so on and so forth. So they're excited, though. They're excited about vacation. I'm excited about vacation. I like when they're at home. I don't I don't know. I don't like them going to school. Maybe it, it's a weird thing to say, right? But I don't know. It's, I'm weird.
2: And I always have this idea, this great idea, that I'm gonna keep them on a schedule and make sure that they're prepared for third grade and or for the following year. And then comes the summertime, and there not much gets done. But we, I have to- we have to work on them with their reading this year, this summer break. Yeah, I,
1: I don't know. Summertime for me is like it's summertime. <laughs> I, I hate, I hated school, and I, I won't tell them this, but I still hate school, even for them. Like I, I just hate that they have to go and stuff like that. And I think, yeah. I don't know, I'm rebellious by nature anyway, so I, I'm like an anti-system type person. Yeah. And uh, so I think I'll like, what summertime means freedom to me. So you wanna go to bed at three o'clock? Okay, make sure you're being respectful tomorrow. Like you're respectful to everybody and you're nice to people, I don't I don't really care. But you know, are you being respectful? Are you being nice? Are you polite and treating people well? Okay, stay up till 4 a.m. I don't, it's summertime, you know, enjoy it. Because when school time comes back, you go back to your bedtime and your routine or whatever. But yeah, they do need to work on their reading. With all that said,
2: you were saying that um, as as far as like not really liking school yet. I mean, not yet. <laughs> like like you're going to eventually, <laughs> yeah, but not really liking school. Um, I'm still working on it. Jalen told me the other day we were just just I do this random thing where I ask them just completely random questions just to get them talking and. uh I asked her something about college, and she said, do I have to go to college? <laughs> was like, uh, was like, uh, ask me in 10 years. No, yeah, I don't know. What am I supposed to say right now?
1: Yeah, <laughs> Jalen's already done. <laughs> and, like, I try not to support, you know, I try to be, like, encouraging parent and, like, not so, not be like, yeah, this is dumb. But she's a very commonsensical person, if that's a word. I made it up, uh, I think. But she's very, like, you know, common sense. And so, like, you know, school to her doesn't make much sense. And oh, in the grand scheme of things, like, I think she gets that you learn basic stuff. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense to her. And in, my, in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, that's right. But you know, obviously, from my mouth, I'm like, well, you know, you have to learn this stuff and blah, blah. It tears me up. Yeah. Because I can't stand it. But yeah, it is what it is. We all went through
0: it, I guess. And yeah. I think. I think doing the schools ministry with Rudy has kind of changed my outlook mm. on the school here, <laughs> not not in a good way. Um, yeah, we even talked about that. Yeah. So
1: go ahead and just talk about that in general. Anyway, the school ministry, well, the and school stuff ministry. Like that. Uh, so and how it went and
0: yeah, it. I mean it, it it went well. We go to three different schools. Um, two of them are in the same building, but it's a different school mm-hmm. in the morning and then a different school in the afternoon. So a different set of teachers and a different set of kids. Um, And the one in the morning, so this school is just down the road from us, it's our community school, right? It's it's the one that uh, a lot of the football kids go to, a lot of the church kids go to. Um, So we go in there in the morning and the the morning's a lot more organized, there's a bit more structure. Uh, The teachers, they they at least know that we're coming um, and we have the class to go to. And we go there and Rudy... And I do the class last about an hour or so. We've been doing mainly on like different personality types and working hard and um, how you can, if you understand yourself better and the understand the way that you work and the way that you learn, you can then match that with, with mm. future future jobs. But also you don't have to be constrained if, you know, if it says you're an introvert, it doesn't mean that you have to act like an introvert the whole time and, and etc. cetera. Uh, so that's been good. So we've done that one there at school in the morning. That was fine. Uh, then another school, lap.
1: La palmera. yeah
0: that one the, the palm yeah the palm trees yeah school uh, that <laughs> one's further out that one's like right on the edge yeah um of the city um and that one was really good really nice school building really new really modern mm. um class sizes are big mm-hmm. class sizes are really big at that school um maybe like 40 kids in yeah. each class um and that was fine kids are respectful There, kids are good um, but then the, there's this one the one school that we go to in the afternoon <laughs> um, I just cannot get my head around it it's like it's like being part of a movie each each time we go in um, the the teacher you could, you could line all the kids up and you'd have no idea which one was the teacher because the <laughs> teacher just sits at the back chatting to the students taking photos doing selfies all while we're doing the lesson so we're like she's like oh yeah come in come in do whatever you want to do she just sits at the back talks takes selfies just she really is difficult she <laughs> she provides the most distraction <laughs> in, the, in the classroom um, and then we were we were done we were done um in that in that uh, school uh, and we were leaving and just as we were leaving uh, we, <laughs> we get called over <laughs> and, and the head teacher's like hey yeah um who are you the principal the <laughs> yeah, th- principal yeah the principal and they're just like uh sorry who, who are you and it's like we've been we've been to this school like you had been before yeah or, four times we've yeah, been there four, so times. In total four times um we were like the teachers had agreed that we were going to do it we'd been in we'd done the classes done everything that we we're doing and as we're leaving for the final time the principal was like so who are you and what are you doing <laughs> So we just spent like ten minutes talking to to her, and you know, in the end, she was like, "Oh yeah, that's a really great idea," but it's just like she had no no idea that we were there, yeah. absolutely no idea what we were doing, who we were, where we came from.
1: <laughs> that school was the that was the easiest one to get into. Everyone yeah. else they wanted to hear, like what are we gonna do? They wanted to see, you know, you had to do a card and all this formal stuff. And yeah. the president signed this and like, yeah, he did. Are you <laughs> sure? How you know? Because I'm the president. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> you know, all that type of stuff. And so we did all that. And then, um, but this school we went and we were looking for the principal because that's who makes the decisions as far as that stuff. And Like she's not here, but what can I help you with the secretary? Well, and, you know, Rudy actually starts talking and says, well, this is what we want to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Uh, let me call a teacher. And she calls the teacher of the class, and the teacher comes in. It's a senior senior class, is the or la, your last year. What do you guys call it? I don't know. Senior? Yeah, senior Yeah, yeah your senior year class is the, the, so the teacher of that class comes in, and she, like, literally, we introduce ourselves, and she says, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. We had not said anything yet. <laughs> she just doesn't want to work. And so, like, they're like, uh, can you come tomorrow? And said, well, no, we have a <laughs> we have a schedule. And he said, well, can you tomorrow? Tomorrow will be really good. You can just start tomorrow. Like doesn't know our names yeah. and like doesn't just didn't care. Like did not want to work. So it doesn't surprise me at all yeah. that you say she's like taking selfies and playing Snake on her Nokia phone and <laughs> all that type of stuff. Yeah, nothing, but it, it's rough. Well, we went. Good. We went the first time we went. The doors, the like gates of the school were locked, but yeah. it's chaos inside. Kids yeah. are everywhere running around, and so we're asking people, like, hey, is there an adult somewhere? And they get like the guy that like that the guy that like sleep, that lives there yeah, to yeah, take yeah. care of the building because they don't leave schools empty or whatever. He comes out like half sleep in the evening, and like he's like, oh, well, the teachers are all in a meeting, and they're like, well. Okay, I mean, I'm not gonna ask about the kids, but it's definitely, there's kids everywhere (laughs) and just doing whatever they want. Like, I'm not, and like, I was like, well, can we wait or, you know, whatever? And he's like, no, he's like, you better to come back tomorrow because the gates are locked so the kids don't leave. So what they did is the teachers had, and there was a parent outside and she was furious, but the, the teachers have meetings, but they do it during school hours and they lock the gates so the kids can't leave. And just let the kids do whatever as long as you don't yeah. leave. And yeah. it was just it was chaotic, like it was yeah. absolutely it was crazy. Yeah, and I was like, oh, are we sure we want to do this? Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, for the kingdom, we got spiritual about it. Yeah. then.
0: and it's but it's like, um, I know some of the kids that go to that school in the afternoon, and occasionally there would be a there would be at football training in the afternoon, and I'd always be like, why aren't you in school? Why aren't you in school? And I was like, oh man, it's bad that they're skipping school. I shouldn't be, in, you know, I don't want to encourage this by letting them train because they should be at school now i've been to that school <laughs> i know why they're <laughs> skipping school and it's it's just yeah, it's like it's girls
2: just... would show up at a house and i'm like yeah. aren't you supposed to be in class right now oh the teachers have a meeting or oh we're not doing anything today <laughs> one time they came over and i helped them with that uh, they were studying for english tests that they were supposed to have the following day yeah um and one of the girls just closes her book mid midway and says i'm done i said well you're not going to do very well on your test. You know nothing. She's like, "Oh, we'll just distract the teacher by asking her about her son, and she'll talk the whole time and forget to give us the test." <laughs> and so I asked Sounds her. Sounds like me. I asked her the next, the following day, "How did your test go?" She said, "Oh, we didn't take it." <laughs>
1: it's ridiculous. Like they, they, run, they run it. Yeah. Like they know up yeah, it. the kids run that school. They, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. So yeah, I was going to ask you. You said it changes the way that you see school. But you explained it. I guess yeah. when you talked about the football thing. Yeah, just
0: just really hard and then you see it in the kids it's like how can a kid get be motivated to go to school when yeah. that is the environment they're they're not learning anything in that environment they're not being motivated no. i mean this that teacher that's sat at the back um that's distracting the kids that's taking selfies they're in their final few months of school yeah. and that's how she's sending them out right yeah right like, she should to be working productive 10 times as hard as anyone making sure these kids are ready to go into the real world because you know when, when they go into the real world they can't just sit in the corner of the room and, and do nothing and, ex- you know, and expect things to be okay and, and, and work out you know they're not going to get the best from that um, but you know there's no motivation there there's no desire there's no driven um, and they' are literally those kids are just counting down the days until they leave um, and join the real world and yeah they're not being sent out with anything yeah. um, you know, and that's, that's the sad thing about it.
1: Yeah, it's tough. Because, I mean, one thing we want to push is education. Mm. I mean, not necessarily like, oh, you have to get you know a doctorate or whatever, but that, that is not a way out of the community, but that's a way, a way to make it, you know, to become something. The, yeah. the school is right down the street, so it's our, it's a school in our neighborhood, basically, for the kids in our neighborhood to go there. And so we try to, we want the our kids in the neighborhood to become better than the current generation. Mm. And regardless of how good or bad the current generation is doing, that's neither here or there, but we always want the next generation to be better but it's hard to push people to be better when yeah. like you know I, I i don't know i think exposure leads to expectation yeah so we ha- we have high expectations cuz we've been exposed to successful people uh we we all everybody at this table we, we you know we we have some type of we've had some type of good parent or father figure mother figure somebody speaking some type of truth into our life at some point along the way a lot of these kids don't have anything no and like i'm not painting us as the heroes but we're the first people that has ever even challenged some of them on, on any type of remotely deep level of life of something. And I was reading a book, the book by John Perkins, it's about community, community development. And he's talk he talks about, um, it's back in the sixties, a guy did like some community, pro- I'm, I know, you know, but I'm talking to the listener, uh, <laughs> but he did some, uh, community, community development projects in the South in the sixties and stuff. And He was talking about one of the things that he had to that he struggled with is discipline like discipline because kids had only been disciplined out of anger and so anytime he would discipline a kid or he would correct a kid they took that as he was angry at them and so he basically had to talk it into their heads that just because i'm correcting you or disciplining you i'm not angry i'm not angry and but then he said he became a father figure to a lot of them but unfortunately that led to them going into like teenage rebellion type thing towards him too even though they loved him and spent time with him I, but they saw him as a f- father figure but they also saw him as the person to rebel to so and i think that's a huge struggle that you have here cuz you're fighting uh like generations of i don't know like family cultures or lack thereof or whatever you want to say or un- unhealthy family culture we can say that right um and then like so it's it's foreign if you go to a kid and you sit down and you talk to him about his plans for his future you're probably the first person that's ever done that, mm. and so it, it it's a very frustrating and overwhelming thought when you like when we start planning when we have this idea you know everybody's a an optimist when it comes to their plan, like idealists, like I guess yeah, we're gonna do this, we want the kids to raise up the next generation, yeah, 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 and that's that's true, we should be like that, but then you go to the school and you see like man like they're practic- on a practical level, they're hopeless. And yeah. it's not because they're incapable. It's because the system is not doing them any justice. Mm. This is their teacher. This is the, you know, the teacher is literally distracting them from something that's supposed to be motivational and helpful for them in their life. Like literally distracting them. Not only not contributing, but distracting them from that. And so it makes you realize how big of a battle that really yeah. is. And also how how much more we need to grow as a church and as a ministry and stuff. And, you know, to be able to be a constant in the lives of people and you and you can speak all the hope and, and, and love and stuff that you want and we should and we have to but you have to realize that we're the minority vo- voice in their life yeah. you know and so if we are we can speak life and we can say all these things we can give training but we're still the minority voice and so just definitely put a lot of prayer behind our ideas and encounters or conversations with them and I don't know it's it's a very tough thing and it can be overwhelming right but we do we do know that it's possible and it can be done and these kids can be reached and they can become something, but I think it's a good experience to at least go and see really kind of um, what we're up against in a sense of again the, the more the school in the morning is a lot better yeah it's a lot more so it's not every school no. that's like that but there are some there are a lot there are several kids from our church from just our church alone our community alone all the kids in that in that school are from our community but from our you know people that we know and that we're yeah. close to. Uh, a lot of them do go to that school. And so it's a very, it's, a, uh, in, it's intimidating for sure. You know, like, man, I gotta try to like yeah. motivate kids to do something that yeah. no, you know, no one else cares about, to be something that you've never saw and you've never thought about. It's almost like saying like, hey, I want you to really dream about being a dinosaur. <laughs> now, if you talk to four year old Ramon, then he's like, oh yeah, I already did that, you know. But to tell me that now, it's absolutely absurd because no one's ever become a dinosaur before. But it's almost like what we're telling these kids is like, hey, you can be something. What do, you, what do you want to be when you're a kid? A doctor? You can be a doctor, <laughs> or like it's it's such a weird thing. Yeah. If people, if you ask kids here, what do they want to be? What do they want to study? The automatic answer every time is accountant. <laughs> I have no idea why.
2: And then Coach Bombay was architect.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, art. Yeah, our Everybody wanted to be an. It like person could have zero interest in in design or drawing or any like any. And they just, they, just, they just say it, architect. And like kids here, everybody says, uh, what do you want to do? And they, they say, uh, like they're scrambling for an answer. And they say, uh, accountant. Like, you, what do you want to study? Accounting. Like what? And then every single time, never fail. I ask, why do you want to study that? Because I like numbers. <laughs> like it's the most absolutely absurd. <laughs> like everybody likes numbers? Like what are your grades like in math? Oh, I failed that. Like, what? Well, then, you know, like you don't like no. It just, you know, it's just an answer. It's okay to laugh, Simon. <laughs> it's just an answer that they give out, and it's ridiculous, you know. Like, oh, everybody wants to be an accountant. Like Trinidad is gonna like Trinidad is gonna fall off the face of the earth, but with well balanced books. If this continues, like you know, <laughs> like it's ridiculous. It's it's silly, you know. Like, but. Because it, it, that doesn't exist with us mostly. Like, you know, we don't have, everybody doesn't want to be an accountant. Here, yeah. everybody doesn't either. But for whatever reason, that's the first thing that comes to their mind is uh, accounting. And every time, it blows my mind. If I'm with Rudy, I'll say, I'll whisper to him, like, watch this. Betty he says he's going to want to be an accountant. And I'll say, hey, man, what, have you, what do you want to study with done? And every single time, uh, accounting. And like, I told you, we always, you know, we always could laugh about it, <laughs> but the kids we know better. I'm like, dude, why do you want to study account? No, there's nothing wrong with accounting if you really like it, yeah. but where does that random answer come from? And no one ever knows. And literally 98.9% of them never study accounting. Yeah. It's just a very odd thing. Anyways, how's your week been? What's new with you? What's going on? This is the most you've talked in a podcast, so let me not get in your way. Yeah, oh,
0: pressure now, <laughs> now that you've mentioned that, <laughs> <laughs> running out words. <laughs> no, it's been a good week, good week, I, t- I don't really know what's happened this week, uh, this weekend has thrown me, it's yeah. having this free weekend, that Saturday and Sunday without anything going on. It's crazy. That That's thrown me, it doesn't feel like a Monday, no, it doesn't feel not. like back to normality this week, but yeah. uh, no, it's been a good week, um, it was just me at football this week, except for Friday, uh, Sam was with me on Friday, but Wednesday and Thursday it was just me. Um, and you know like I, I don't know what what word you use but you know when you when you're at school again, the school theme, keep that running <laughs> um, and your teacher's not there and you get like the substitute teacher yeah yeah that's kind of what I am at the football because when Sam's there I, Santa I, I let's you know Sam takes lead he yeah. takes control he runs the drills and things like that and I, I'm there to help and support um, and get involved but because of that it means I can have more fun I can mess around with the kids a bit more. Yeah. Um, I can be more jokey. So they they see me as more of a, you know, the jokey one. You know, Sans more of a discipline type. I'm the more jokey type. Uh, I get involved with all the drills with them and things like that. But that means when Sans not there, and all of a sudden I have to fill this, the authoritative role, and I have to be a bit more strict and a bit more disciplined, they see me as that substitute teacher, and they go, Oh, it's Simon. I can get (laughs) away with... (laughs) Yeah, I can get away with a lot more with Simon. Um, Which they can, because I'm soft. (laughs) 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 <laughs> but um, yeah so it makes training a bit more interesting when it's just me because I'm trying to get them to listen I'm trying to get their attention and things like that and it would, it takes a lot longer with me because they're like ah oh, it's just Simon he doesn't mind if we just mess around for yeah. another five minutes and then we go and do the drill <laughs> So, yeah. But, uh, but yeah no it was fine it's uh, still good numbers are lower um, at this time of year a lot of kids are just playing on their phones these yeah. days like I was speaking to Rudy the other day about it and I mean, we've we, I know at least 10, 15 kids that used to come to football. I could now find them in internet cafes because they're just playing games on the computers or they've now mm. got a cell phone and they're just playing games on their phone. We have dads literally drop kids off on the pitch being like, I don't want him playing on his phone anymore. And they'll just like drop a kid off and drive off and things like that. So it's all of a sudden, like out of nowhere over the last six, seven, eight months, the gaming world has really hit yeah this this area and so many young people now are just glued the
1: access the cell phone games now so you have that game free fire free fire or whatever which is yeah Yeah. it's like a you know and you can connect and play with your friends and stuff and that's become like i mean all the neighborhood kids you see them Mm -hmm. sitting like till late at night they'll sit on the porch and just be you know just playing each other and stuff and it's it's crazy it is crazy how technology changes stuff just like that you know so quickly
0: just
1: yeah Bit yeah,
0: other than that, has been a good week. Good. Good. And we're cleaning the office. Well. Oh, we
1: did. Well, we did. yeah, we did. We it made, looks good in here. I got to paint the kitchen, good. man. I was I may do that tonight. Yeah. I just got to do it. It. Uh, I'm tired of painting. But anyways. Yeah. No, it does look better. We got to paint that, too. We got to paint a bunch of stuff. But yeah, it does look way better. There's not trash on the floor. So that's progress. And all the paint stains are off the floor. So that's progress, too. Oh, me? Uh yeah. I had a good week. Uh. i uh found a bag of kittens last night did you see them
2: no i saw jayden taking water out to him this morning but i didn't know
1: (laughs) so i hate cats let me start there like i hate cats so last night i went to look for something to eat it was late i was so hungry and i was you know i was tired and whatever and so i was like just kind of just took off my motorcycle and casually just Driving through, but enjoying the like the cool breeze and stuff. You know, hot in the day, and so in the evening it cools off and it feels great. And so I get to the, like the corner out there. It's like a, it's like two corners away from our house. You go straight down to the end of the block, you turn left, and then you go to the end of that block, and you turn right to get on the main road. And to get on the main road, I, like, I don't know why, I looked and I slowed down. I have no idea why, but I saw like, I saw something moving, and then I heard something, and I was like, "What is that?" And I drove past just a little bit, and then I stopped. And I turned around, I was like, well, what is it? There's something in that bag. And so I stopped and I looked and there's kittens and somebody had just thrown it out there because they were coming out of the bag. And theres I mean, they were just crying or whatever and they are pawing their way all over the place. And it's right, it's somewhat, I mean, even though it was nighttime, it's a busy, busy corner and it's night, you can't see them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're cats. I drove off. And so like, <laughs> I got to the place and I was thinking about it the whole way. I was like, man, I can't leave those cats out there. Like that's soulless. And I do have a soul, even though I hate cats. So I got my food and stuff. I came back and I threw them in the, like, under your motorcycle seat. There's, like, a, a storage place. And so I just, there's four of them. I grabbed all four of four that I saw. I probably left five of them to die and didn't know it or something. I grabbed all four of them and just threw them in my motorcycle and just, you know, drove them home. And I came home and was like, man, what am I going to do with these stupid cats? I don't want them. But I just <laughs> felt, you know, I felt so daggone heartless. They were, they're tiny and uh, they may die on their own anyway, but I won't feel as bad that way. And uh, so I brought them home and I put them in the chicken coop, right where cats belong. <laughs> I just don't know what to do with them. Like I'd literally, somebody was like, uh, take them to the side. I don't do all that. I'm <laughs> just driving cats around the such. Well there weren't ch- chickens in the chicken coop. No, no, yeah, it's an empty, it's in a, yeah, no, our chickens sleep in the mango trees. <laughs> so, well, they definitely don't sleep in the, and they lay eggs in the grass and on top of plastic bags and on our porch by our plants and everywhere else. We. God forbid we use our chicken coop, <laughs> and uh, so then, yeah, there's nothing in chicken coop. But I just didn't, you know, I didn't want them to have face a grisly death that easily. We, we had a cat that popped up at our house before, and it did face somewhat of a grisly death. Won't go into details, <laughs> um, but it wasn't wasn't good. It ended in this is the soft part of the story. It ended in us sitting at the lunch table and looking, and there's like a some type, those, you know those hawk looking eagle things that come around. It carried it off, and you could see the silhouette of the cat's like body, like hanging down from. <laughs> it was carrying it off, like over into like the canopy of the woods back there, or whatever. And Jalen says, "Is that our cat?" <laughs> yes, yes, it is. It, so that was the end of that one. But it was it was worse before the bird carried it off. But anyways, so I, I don't know what to do. So if you want a cat from Bolivia, you can uh, give me a donation of like three thousand dollars, probably. 2,500 of that will be towards the shipping. (laughs) And the other 500 will be towards shots and such. And we'll get it right to you. Now I really don't know what to do with them. Probably find some kids and give it to them. This is from the church, God bless you. Right.
2: Simon can give them away as prizes on Sunday. Yeah, that's a great idea. It's a great Goodness. idea. I got to get rid of them before
1: for the girls start asking, can they keep them? Because I told them already this morning, like, hey, these cats aren't staying. I hate cats. You guys know that. Jolie's allergic to cats, but she doesn't care. She likes them so much. She just, you know, wanna, so I don't know. So we have four cats right now in a chicken coop. Four cats in a chicken coop, and yeah, my dog would have completely murdered them this morning, and so. like he literally would have swallowed them i mean because they're that small and you know (sighs) so i don't know so that was the highlight of my week maybe we'll do that from the future i'm not gonna ask you now because you're gonna um (laughs) you're both gonna not know what to say but in the future i'll ask what is the highlight of your week and what has been the biggest challenge this week and we can have conversations about that that'll be a better format i think but you know it's been good we did we had a good service last sunday it was really good actually um Oh, we talked about that already because it was Monday and then this. Yeah, well, we I'm, had prayer. Oh, yeah, we had a prayer meeting um, <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> I don't know why I'm coughing and sneezing at the same time. It's weird. Um, we had a prayer meeting Saturday night. It went really well, I think, mm-hmm. so, like, the people came from the neighborhood and whatever and participated. Usually when we have prayer meeting, it's like, hey, let's go and listen to one person pray, but everybody was praying and stuff, and, you know, I was we got into groups, and I was in my group, and I could hear people, like, actually, like, praying. And not just like, think was day, think was you know, like it wasn't that. It was like prayer. And we were praying for the elections and praying for our country and unity in our country and praying for peace. And we we're praying for all the candidates that above all else, they would get to know Jesus and, you know, stuff like that. And so it was really it was good. It's something we'll have to do again, apparently, on December 14th <laughs> <laughs> because of the runoff. Um, but we'll see. So it was a good week. And we, we did. Ha- oh, yeah, because we didn't have church Sunday. We had kind of a downtime. So we were able to focus on other stuff. Our internet went out for two days in the office, so we weren't able to get a lot of stuff done there. It's always something, isn't it? Yeah. And so, but it was a good week overall.
2: You yeah. bought a fan.
1: Oh yeah, I bought a ceiling <laughs> fan for right above us now. So on hot days, like every day except for today, it's not that bad. We can at least get some air blowing down on this and stuff. So that'd be good. I painted the fan black because. What other color would you go for? Yeah, good. Good grief, God forbid I paint it red or something, <laughs> or God forbid I leave it just white like it's supposed to be yeah but I painted that we just gotta hang it now so so yeah it's a good week it's been a good time it's been uh, yeah it definitely has been an odd week though it's not been a normal week at all so but it's been good big week this week getting back into normal that'll be weird always after having a week off yeah uh, know getting back Retains. into the yeah big time getting back into the justice series on Sunday it went really well um I already talked about that last week uh, I get confused because of the last Sunday right yeah. and then, so we usually talk about Sunday stuff on here but um get back into that. In our second week of that. Also, we'll start making preparations for next year. Um, just our vision, what do we wanna accomplish and goals and stuff for next year as a church. And also, I think as, as an organization in the community and stuff. And you have some meetings and some conversations about that. I like to have like dream meetings, not, not dream meanings, dream meetings. And uh, so we can just sit down and like kind of dream about next year, what do we wanna accomplish? What do we wanna do? What do we wanna be involved in as a church? And um, so on and so forth. And so that's what we'll be doing, I think, in the coming weeks and we're we'll working on that stuff. And so need to finish all the church documentation, our vision, what we believe, all that type of stuff, uh, even different legal stuff and volunteer agreements. And...
2: We're working on um, actually um, planning to have a volunteer in April. So I've been yeah. working with her on that and <sighs> use of requirements and um, even what she would like to do when she's here and what kind of work we can have her help us out with. So. The volunteer stuff will come in handy.
1: Yeah, that's exciting. Well, yeah, I meant volunteer for church, but yeah, that too. We need to do that as well.
2: Well, that too, because she'll be a volunteer.
1: Yeah, true. Working on a sign for the church?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to the printer this afternoon. Good.
1: Our church is 14 years old and has never had a sign. I'll just leave that there. (laughs) I mean.
2: (laughs) And people would probably think, oh, it's okay, because they probably... Have service in a church that is clearly a church, but, but
1: it's, no, it's still not okay because you don't. I, I mean, it's like, what's your name? uh I don't know. Like <laughs> essentially, you know. Um, yeah, it's yeah. When our it's in we have our services in like the second floor. In like the back door, taking the steps of the hospital, so it's kind of a I don't know, it's a weird thing yeah. to find already, yeah. yes. and then without signage, any type of signage, let alone an identifier, like impossible. Yep. So, but just, there was no there was no expectation for a while, I guess, of people coming, and it just depended really on only people that we know coming, and never just I don't know, never had the thought of people just showing up. I guess I don't, I can't really speak for speak to the idea the thought process but I, i'm guessing that's what it was but we definitely expect people to show up we're expecting people to start coming and expect people from the community to recognize that there's a church there an active church at that and they can come and identify at least where to walk in the door at and so mm-hmm. i don't think that's a bad thing so working on that so making progress 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 so yeah we good good Mhm. good all right. Well, thank you for listening. Please keep us in your prayers as far as the uh, political climate and such. It's it's um, there's some potential for some bad news there, but and just not even just with the winner or loser or whoever, but just with the the situation. People are really frustrated. Everything's at its tipping point, boiling point, whatever you want to call it. So uh, keep us in your prayer with that. We'll keep you updated for sure. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Thank you for listening. We'll be here next week. Aprovecho.